Have you ever read an ad for a food truck that was just an awesome deal and you picked up the phone right away to call them? Well, today we're going to talk about things that might be too good to be true. Welcome to the 10 Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Scams are prevalent on the internet. eBay, Marketplace, Craigslist, and all the others have scammers attempting to take your hard-earned money. It is a sad thing, but con men have been known to operate since at least the mid-1800s. Then they were known as confidence men, and that's exactly what they did. They tried to gain confidence of someone in order to financially take advantage of them. So I want to give you guys a fighting chance to protect you and your family from being scammed. According to the Federal Trade Commission, there's four basic signs of a scam. And we see a lot of these in the scams that pertain to food trucks. First, the scammer pretends to be from an organization you know or think that you know. In food service, especially when we create a public entity like an LLC, you're going to find yourself being bombarded with official looking letters that say, you must have this particular document or you must have this particular post. And then for the low, low price of a couple hundred dollars, they'll send one directly to your door. So that way you're in compliance with whatever rule or regulation they claim that you're not in compliance with now. And they'll even list the penalties that you might face if you don't have these particular things on display in your business. Labor posters are a common scam. And another common scam is the official LLC certificate. Because as soon as you become a public entity, like an LLC, it's easy for people to pull your phone number, your address, and then send you these things. And then someone that's unsuspecting will see this document in an envelope that looks super official. It'll say it's come from some government office, which it's not. And then they'll beg you for money. Send us the money so we can keep you from getting in trouble. So if you get something like this that looks really, really official and you're not sure, just go to a government website. If they're talking about labor posters, go to your state's Department of Labor or whoever controls the labor posters in your state and see what they require and exactly what they require. Most of the time, they'll give you links to PDFs that you can print the stuff you need for free. And then all you got to do is laminate it. And you can save yourself 150 bucks. Every restaurant I've ever opened, within the first week of us being open and, and accepting mail at the restaurant site, we get one of these. I've seen food truck owners now are starting to get them. So don't fall for that scam. If it looks official, you go to the official website. Don't click on any links and don't call any phone numbers that are in the letter. You want to go to the official one that you find on your own. The second common thing that a scammer does is try to tell you there's a problem or that you've won something. A recent food truck owner called me and he was panicked. They got a phone call from somebody that sounded really official saying that their food truck was accused of food poisoning several guests and that this food truck owner needed to pay the deductible for the insurance of these guests. And he was 
told that his insurance would reimburse him if he went ahead and paid it today on behalf of those guests. So it sounds like, okay, I can just pay a little bit of money now. I'll get reimbursed. What's a big deal? And then to add a little bit of pressure, this food truck owner was told to pay as soon as possible before the health department gets involved and does an investigation, implying that if he paid today and took care of these guests, it wouldn't get to the health department. So again, scammers pick on new owners, hoping that they're uninformed and that they're going to make hasty decisions. If you do this business long enough, you're going to be accused of making somebody sick from food poisoning. So I hope you understand how food poisoning works. And we'll talk about that in another podcast later, because this was all about scams. So first thing you want to do is somebody says, I got food poisoning from something you sold me. You do not admit liability. What you want to do is thank them for bringing the issue to your attention And then you let them know that, hey, I'm going to report this to my health department. I'm going to report this to my insurance company and allow them to do the investigation and allow them to contact you. And that's all you got to do. You don't admit that, oh, my goodness, we made you sick. I'm sorry. You don't say that. You don't defend yourself and say, oh, we cook everything perfectly. There's no way you got sick. You're not looking for an argument. Just thank you for bringing this to my attention. I'm going to report this to my health department and my insurance company and let them contact you. You'll be hearing from us soon. And then tell them you'll do it you know, today uh, as soon as they leave or whatever. So that way they can have some reasonable expectation of when they could be contacted. But again, you don't know when they're going to be contacted because you're not the one making that phone call. All you're doing is reporting it to the health department and reporting it to your insurance company. The third tactic that scammers use is pressure and immediacy. You've got to do it now. Are you going to be in big, big trouble? They try to keep you on the phone so you can't check out what they're talking about as far as a complaint goes. Or they'll say that the problem must be resolved today, right now, this second. And then they'll threaten you with, hey, I'll send the sheriff out to arrest you. We're going to take you to court. We're getting ready to file the papers. We're going to pull your food license. We're going to pull your business license unless you pay us right now today. Now, the only way there could be immediacy is if you've already been avoiding phone calls and letters from official government sources like the Revenue Department. If you don't pay your sales tax, they're going to give you a friendly little call or a friendly little letter and say, hey, please pay up. You said you're a business and we haven't been receiving our tax payments. And if you ignore those letters for two or three or four months, they will get serious and they will threaten you on the phone. We're going to send a sheriff out. We're going to do this. But you already know about that because you've already been avoiding those phone calls. You're not going to get a random phone call that says something has happened and you have to take care of it right now. So here's something else to think about. Lawsuits take time. So somebody can't say, we're going to file one right now. They take time to be filed. And guess what? 95% of cases never make it to court. They're either settled for way less or they're just flat out dismissed. I had a friend of mine, a very rich friend, who used to say that you know you've reached the pinnacle of success when you're fighting every single day in court over somebody saying that you did something wrong. Because they only attack people that have money. They only attack people that are perceived to be wealthy. Because you don't sue somebody that's a bum on the street because you ain't getting nothing out of them anyway. So if you start to get lots of people threatened to file lawsuits, guess what? You're a success. Your food license, if they threaten it, they can't pull it. The only way it can be pulled is if, again, you're already ignoring stuff you've been told to do in the past. Or you're doing something that is so wrong that they have to prevent you from selling food. And that's not something they do over the phone. That's something where they pull out credentials that you can verify. And they're going to say, we're pulling your license. You need to close now. That's going to be a face-to-face conversation. It's not going to be a threat over the phone. The government has procedures they have to follow. Nothing's going to be a surprise 
again, unless you've been ignoring the phone calls and letters from those officials. The fourth tactic is over the payment method. So the scammer is going to say, you've got a problem and we can make it go away today if you will pay with Bitcoin or other cryptocurrency or wire us some money via MoneyGram or Western Union. Or you can even go out and buy some gift cards and give us the number that's on the back and we'll make this problem go away. I can tell you 100% there is no government agency that's going to do this. There will never be an urgent phone call demanding money today. And again, with the caveat that as long as you haven't been ignoring other phone calls in the past. So you'll never get that phone call that says, hey, got a problem, you got to pay it up today and you need a Western Union of some money. That is not how the government works. So those are the four steps you're going to look at for a scam. In tomorrow's podcast, I'm going to get into some very common scams that are specific to food trucks. Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.